Welcome to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. I'm Laura Katina. And I'm Amy Mara. And we created this podcast out of our own struggles with the hope that we can help other women who are navigating one of the many different seasons we've been through. Whether you're running a business or dealing with the juggling act of your motherhood and your career, we are here to give you real tips and strategies to navigate it all. So let's dive into today's episode. So we're nearing the end of the month of March, which means we're nearing the end of the first quarter for a lot of us business owners that operate kind of in that that line of thinking. And so we wanted to talk here because Laura and I know that the next quarter and the next few months before like the end of school comes along and the summer months come along, they're really jam-packed for the two of us both in different ways, which we'll definitely talk about today. So we wanted to share some of our strategies for planning at this time of the year and how this can kind of be a really opportune time for people to reevaluate because you are going into a different season, how this season is going to look different from the past three months or like the first three months of 2023. Yeah. And so this is where having, what did you call it? A mini planning session, mini planning comes in uh, really handy because, you know, we all go through different seasons throughout the year, right? So we have the holidays and then we get into the new year and we're kind of all just adjusting to like our new goals. And um, I've talked about before I go by the 12, I love the 12 week year. So my first year is ending soon. (laughs) But as that ends, I will be entering um, the spring sports season with my kids. This will literally be ongoing and a life of chaos until October. Right. So it is. And we start this weekend. My middle son has a tournament this weekend. It's over an hour away. And I'm basically going to be out the entire weekend, which leaves no time for laundry, planning for the week, nothing. Um, So it's in those times where I really have to just like, take a step back, you know, accept the fact that's my, I think it's a problem for me. I think so too. Accepting the fact that I am not going to be home this weekend. So I have to go to like plan B Mm -hmm. (laughs) and find other times to do the laundry. And I'm going to have to order the food instead of going food shopping. And there are certain changes I'm going to have to make to my routine to adjust to this new season that we're entering into. And you would think it would get easier because I go through this every single year, but it doesn't No, because the change is so substantial that it's just stressful every year at this time of year, that change into the spring sports season is Mm -hmm. just complete chaos. Cause my husband coaches all the teams. And so he's, that's what he's doing. That's it. Baseball. Yeah, yeah. And I handle everything else at home, like the laundry, the cooking, the food, all that stuff. So we're entering a very stressful season. And so now I have to figure out how to adjust. Amy knows better than anybody, how much I hate change, right? We both, we hate, both change. hate change. Um, so that's why we want to talk today a little bit about how um, we'll be adjusting for this new season. And so what we want to touch upon today is not only just the personal aspects, because we know you all can relate, especially if you are moms that have kids that are as active as Laura's kids and have all these different schedules, right? Also too, it's from a business perspective too, because we know that transactional work is going to start picking up significantly. It's already starting to pick up for us. And so we know that there's been some planning that we have to do for our business to kind of make that time and make that shift from, okay, 
We're going to have closings that take significant amount of time out of our work days, right? And how is that going to impact the rest of the work day? How is that going to look for maybe needing to do work at different pockets of the day and not just the standard nine to five hours that we, you know, we could otherwise operate under when it's not as busy. So one of the first strategies that we want to share with you is no matter what it is, whether it's business or it's personal, we want you to, to schedule schedule. Okay. <laughs> Repeat after me, schedule a time to sit and do a mini planning or check-in session for yourself, whatever you want to call it. And if it is so simple as to say, print out a calendar for one week or the entire month and just start plotting down what you have coming up. Like those things that you know, you need to be at or that you expect to be at, right? So for Laura, for example, it's going to be every single thing that the kids are doing from now until the end the of end April of or whatever, right? <laughs> but for the purpose of this session, yeah. do it for one month and just see where everything falls and take it like a smaller bite-sized chunk so it's not as overwhelming. It's like, if you heard Laura, she knows this is going to be her life from now until October. That's a significant period of like five to six months, folks. Like yeah. that could really paralyze somebody. Um, so do one month at a time, write down everything that, you know, is kind of non-negotiable, right. Where, you know, that you have to be, if you have to drive your kids somewhere, if you have meetings that you're going to attend for us, we are also very active in the bar associations for our County. So we know we have meetings, we have dinners coming up, we have extra voting dinners that we have to go to. It's like a whole thing right now in the spring. So put all of those down and then start reverse engineering back from that. Okay. What does the rest of the open blank space look like? Is there going to be blank space? What does it look like for your work hours? Um, and start blocking off times. Yeah, you really, and I have to show this. I know I'm like a broken record, (laughs) but, but so I do, I will look at the month, um, and just see, you know, what we have coming up, you know, personally and also here and PS side note, we just took on a new employee. Yes. So now we have Dawn and we have somebody else who Dawn is training. Um, so it's an incredibly busy time. In addition to the fact that our real estate practice is starting to really ramp up again. Yeah. Um, and we have all of our litigation that we're still handling. So it's a very, very busy time. So it's so important for me to not only look at the month, um, but every week. So I will sit down before I leave the office today look at next week. And plus I'm going to be away next Thursday and Friday. Right. So when I think about the next month, I'm not going to wait until next Wednesday to figure out what needs to be done along the way. Right. I'm thinking about that now. Mm-hmm. So everybody knows it's been in the calendar since we planned it. This is something very recent, but we're taking my son away for his birthday. So we're going to be away uh, Thursday and Friday. So I'm already thinking about what I need to give Dawn, what I need to give Danielle, like Mm -hmm. what needs to happen while I'm away, because I'm not just going to, you know, get up on Wednesday and be like, oh, so what do I need to do Thursday and Friday? It doesn't work. It's too stressful. Yeah. So I still block out my time, but like Amy talked about, I have blank space in here. So I, every day I highlight in yellow, my focus time, but I leave blank space for other things that might come up. Mm -hmm. So it's important to see what you have to do, plan what you have to do. I will go through and look at next week and write down all the different things I have. 
but also make sure I leave blank space in those days for other things that might come up. Yeah. But it's so important to me to do that today in preparation for next week so that I can kind of get ahead of things and be ready and, and planned uh, for everything as opposed to just flying by the seat of my pants. Another great way that I, I, this just popped into my mind is to think about this whole entire exercise is kind of like a time budget, right? Oh, I like that. So you're, you come up with I, the greatest things. I'm such a nerd too, because we were just talking about numbers too. So obviously I'm like uh-huh. in that frame of mind, but it's like a time budget, right? Like you are budgeting out exactly what the time is, but you can't stack things one on top of the other, because you need to have that wiggle room of like, the emergencies that pop up, the moments where some curveball is thrown on your cases and you have to be somewhere or one of your transactions and it takes time away. So to say that we plan our days, I think is like a great baseline statement to make, but we don't over plan to the point where every minute is completely like taken up by something. You can't like what happened to me on um, Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. I had papers due oh, and yes. I had a client, a new client come in with an emergency that had to be dealt with. And so I had to put my papers down and deal with that situation. It took my entire afternoon. Right. And then I had to go back to my desk and finish the papers. So things come up. So you need to leave yourself a little wiggle room because yeah. those things are going to happen. I was so, I can't even, I was so stressed that day. Um, because I had to get, I had to file these papers by the end of the day, but this client also had something that I had to deal with at that moment in time. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it's important to leave, you know, if I had blocked, if I had packed my afternoon with 75 different things, I wouldn't have been able to handle that. Yeah. It's like, it's so think of it. Like, it's like your emergency fund, that little blank space is kind of like that little extra bit of a cushion that, you know, that you can kind of fall back on. I had the same issue that Laura had this week. I had a client who came in and we were just started working on an agreement together. And we kind of just got in the zone and like three hours flew by and we're like, holy cow, it was very productive. And it was amazing to have this client in person like this for that amount of time. But it derailed my entire afternoon from what I had as expectations. Now, the afternoon did not have to have firm deadlines. There was nothing that I was completely, you know, disregarding, but it just was what my plan was for the day. So I had to adjust and I had to wiggle things around. And then what happened was I got sick that next day and I was home. It's just crazy. And it just, it just spirals right like that. And it always happens that way, but illnesses come up, emergencies come up, accidents come up, personal matters come Mm -hmm. up from time to time. So you can be what did we say a couple of weeks ago? You can be rigid with your goals, but flexible with your approach. Like yep. it's the same thing with time planning and time blocking. You can be really rigid with, okay, I have these things to do, but be flexible about when time is going to be allotted for you to do it. Yeah. And I just, I forget who I was listening to. Maybe it was something in growth day um, yesterday about how time is your greatest resource mm. and you cannot get it back. Mm-mm. Right. So mm-hmm you make a bad investment and you lose some money, you can find a way to get that money back, right? You cannot get time back. No. So you have to be disciplined, right? Um, But not so rigid that you can't breathe. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You have, and that's why 
this leads us perfectly into the next takeaway that we want to leave you with is being realistic with your goals and your priorities for each day, each week, and each month. Because like we said, there's so many different curveballs that life is going to throw you. For us, we hired a new employee last week, which was a wonderful curveball, but that now trickles downhill to affecting everybody in the office. And we've all had to make adjustments because of that. We have to put in that investment now to realize the value in this employee, especially in the coming months. But that means that we have to now make that adjustment here. If we were so rigid and said, oh, we would never have time to train her. We, we don't have time to meet with her or go through that hiring process. We'd never hire anybody. So right. you, you can't pigeonhole yourself into a position where you can't have any breathing room. Um, but that was obviously a goal of ours was to onboard another employee this year to help during those summer months when it gets super spring and summer months, when it gets super busy with our transactional work. So the timing is really good. We had to make the adjustment as we saw it right now. And then everything else flows from there. What else do you have to work on every single day? What matters do you have? What personal matters or, or scheduling for as a family do you have to accommodate as well? Yeah. And you just, you have to be also, it's so important to be intentional about your time. And this is, this can be really hard. And, and I think the one thing I want to say is the reason we like to come on here and talk about like the struggles we have and the things we go through is because I think it's important that we share those things and just explain to people how we manage them mm -hmm. on a day-to-day -day basis. Like I've had people say to me, you know, it sounds like you guys have it all together and you know, everything just goes so smooth. And I'm like, no, 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 mm -mm. Like, that is so not accurate. <laughs> Like we have, I mean, how many times have you been sick over the last week and a half? It's ridiculous. My kids bring home everything and I take it as a sign that maybe I need to like slow down and reevaluate and tweak some things because truthfully I have been sick almost every single week for the past four weeks. Yeah. And so we had this new employee starting this week, which we were so excited about. Mm -hmm. And what was it Monday that you were sick? Yeah. I Monday, it, Monday like afternoon. I was like, Oh no, I don't feel good. And then I was homesick all day on Tuesday. Right. So we had this whole week planned. We have this mm -hmm. new employee starting. We're all excited. Dawn's going to train her. Amy and I will be in the office all week. And then Amy's like, Nope, Nope. I'm sick. Not and happening. Like, okay. You know, it and these happens. things, it just happens and you have to kind of just go with it. It's like mm -hmm. a roller coaster. Yeah. Um, like the thing that happened with the client I was dealing with the other day. And then, um, you know, not just that, but my daughter got sick. So I ended up at the doctor with her yesterday afternoon. She had an orthodontist appointment. And then I had to juggle my day and figure out like, how was I going to get things done before I had to take her to the doctor? And it's just all these things that come up. Mm -hmm. Um, so we don't have it all together. No, we are just, we try to figure out the best ways to manage the chaos mm -hmm. because that it's like organized chaos, basically a thousand percent. Oh my God. I had a, I'm sorry. This just came to my head. I had a hearing today and I was in somebody's office and she had a sign above her desk that said chaos coordinator. Oh, I was like, perfect. Oh we need this. Everybody needs one in our desk. office. Yeah. And it's just so true. It's coordinating the chaos Yes, and it can be really stressful and it can be exhausting. And there are nights like that day when I had that client issue, whatever, I think it was Tuesday, I crawled into bed that night. I couldn't even speak. I was so mentally just fried mm -hmm. and you're going to have days like that. So 
It's like, you just have to figure out what is the best way to coordinate the chaos in your life. But the number one worst way to try and coordinate it is by not taking any action and just trying to like wing it, which we've said countless times on this podcast. There is no such thing as winging it in our world. We don't know what that looks like. We never want to. We can't function that way. We can't function that way. Nobody can function that way. And if they tell you that they can, it's a stroke of luck. (laughs) And I tell you, it's going to run out. It's absolutely going to. Because here's the thing. Taking things out of your brain and just putting them on paper is part of the battle. Like that's a huge, significant part of the battle. Because when you let things fester in your brain, you don't really know what it is that you have to face. Things are just jumbling around and rolling around in there. And until you put them on paper, until you start actually doing the work or the projects or the the tasks that you have, you don't know how long they're really going to take. And sometimes when you get started, it actually goes a lot quicker than you anticipated it to. So just by being intentional of one, making sure that you're planning and accounting for all the things, do that brain dump where you write everything down and figure out what you have to do block out the time that you think you're going to be able to accomplish those things and be realistic with the priorities that you have. Be realistic with what every single week looks like. What are those deadlines that you have coming up? Write it somewhere because it won't get lost that way. It'll be memorialized somewhere. And then you can start moving things around to make them work. Yeah. And it's great to sit down and and try and figure all that stuff out, but you also have to give yourself a little bit of grace because just because I have these highlighted blocks in my planner, right. Doesn't mean that it always works out this way. Like I could have a two hour block set here and then I get a phone call from a client with an emergency and I have to to completely switch gears to something else. Or we have something come up in the office that we have to meet about. And so that shifts my focus time a little bit. You have to be flexible, which I, I'm always honest about. I'm not good at that. Like I'm not flexible. I'm rigid with my routines and I don't like change. So I would say that that's probably the hardest thing for me Mm -hmm. is like when I have these two hours designated as focus time and something else comes up, I have, I have a slight panic (laughs) and then I have to regroup because I get really stressed when things don't go as they're supposed to. It's really bad. You just have to remind yourself. It's so hard, so hard in the moment, but like remind yourself to give yourself grace. I had this week was just crazy besides being sick. And besides us being a recurring theme for the past, however many weeks we have had just a really difficult time with my youngest child, my son waking up in the middle of the night. I don't know if it's a regression of sorts or if there's teeth involved that are coming in. Who the heck knows? But all I know is that it's interrupting my sleep. Okay. So being sick and not having sleep and now being interrupted and my morning routine has been out the window, not existent. Laura, how are you doing? Not well. (laughs) So I, I was talking to my husband about this. And of course, because, you know, there's always signs and there's always things trying to tell us and send us messages. My husband shared with me that he was talking to a colleague of his who was in tears, happy, joyful tears in his office, explaining how his granddaughter was getting a surgery done that was supposed to help like address a lot of medical issues. And just the, the, the feeling of joy and, and satisfaction and peace that this gentleman had expressed to my husband made my husband stop himself in his tracks and say, okay, the sleepless nights that we're dealing with, 
they're nothing compared to what this family is dealing with. Yeah. You know, the fact that our routines are being thrown off, it's not the end of the world. There are so many bigger issues happening for so many other people. And look, you're allowed to feel your feelings. I'm a big believer of that. Like just everything is relative. And I, I definitely understand that, but at the same time, these are little problems that we can adjust from and it's perspective. It's perspective. Totally. The last thing that I want to leave to in line with giving grace is also the idea and the concept of rest. I was telling Laura before we got on here today, I'm reading a really incredible book um, by Greg McCowan. It's called Effortless. One of the sections that I'm reading right now is about rest. And he says, you know, when you are feeling like so overwhelmed because you have so much going on and you have so many things to tackle or your schedule's looking just so difficult to overcome, rest can sometimes feel very counterintuitive. We can feel like we are like a train that needs to just keep on moving. Yeah. And his point was, and he has research, of course, to back it, that sometimes taking the stop and the break and the rest will help prepare you better to tackle what you have ahead of you. Even if it puts you back a day, maybe two, a couple of hours, whatever it might be, rest is so important, even though it feels like you can't rest because you have so much to do. And you know what? I've actually been really trying to work on that Mm. because, you know, during the week, I will try to think ahead and make my weekends a little bit easier by getting like laundry done on the weeknights and stuff like that. Yep. And my kids will always say, can you come sit on the couch? Can you come? I'm like, no, I got to do this. I got to do the dishes. I got to do all this stuff. And this week I actually, like last night, sat on the couch and spent time with the kids. Amazing. Um, And just really have to remember to tell myself it's okay to sit down. Yeah. You can sit down. All of a sudden, yes, I have 5 million things to do, but they will all be there tomorrow. Yeah. And it's more important at this point in time. And especially I'm realizing like now that Matthew's getting a little bit older and all the stuff going on with him, like I'm starting to really cherish the time with Chris and Kaylee while they're still in elementary school. Mm -hmm. So I'm really trying to be more intentional about sitting with them and even just watching TV or like Chris loves to play games. So we played like Jenga the other night. It's just like stupid things that they want to do, but that are important to them because I'm spending time with them. Yeah. Um, So your point is so well taken. You have to rest. You have to rest. And it's okay because you know what, if you're doing the planning session and you're, you're taking those steps towards making or setting yourself up for success, even if it's just within the next day or the next week, taking that little bit of rest and like rewarding yourself with a moment of rest is actually going to rejuvenate you and get you ready to really tackle everything with, you know, the gumption that you need to move forward. Thanks so much for tuning in. We thank you for spending time with us today and we'll talk to you on the next episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and perhaps share it with someone that you think might benefit from today's episode. We'll see you next week.